Welcome back. Hey. It's another episode of Coach Me Sensei. <laughs> There's usually a lot more back and forth, but I think Cassandra's sick today. So. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of the episode is going to be me pausing, expecting her to say something, and then nothing happening. I was going to say, I was going to go on a, a rant of, um, wait, no, no, no. Uh, Lay me up again. Lay me up again. It's another episode of Coach Me Sensei. A.K.A. Samurai Sock-Up Tricks. A.K.A. Um, 50 Cent Soda Tricks. <laughs> I'm just going to go with tricks. Over. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, and, give Me Back My Tricks. A.K.A. And clarify for me, is tricks uh, the sports reference or the anime reference? I've never heard of the anime reference. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Um, uh, tricks or Treats Tricks. A.K.A. Tricks Daddy. It's AKA Coach Me <laughs> The podcast where I, Joe Swell, uh, teach Cassandra about anime, and Cassandra teaches me about sports. Yes. <laughs> she looks so defeated. <laughs> I just shook my head. Um, <sighs> things are feeling a little, a little dark here, and it's not just because of the pandemic or the winter. Mm-hmm. It's because I had Cassandra watch a very dark and spooky and moody anime to try to introduce her into the world of edgelord anime and that series was pokemon (laughs) (laughs) yeah the episode where pikachu joins an emo band uh no that's not what i watched it was death note it's called death note i had cassandra watch the first two episodes of death note because in the last few episodes of this podcast um we showed her like some more upbeat fighty anime stuff and i thought this would be a good departure uh from those genres it was dark it was dark it was weird yeah do you want to uh give us a a quick recap like of the of the premise of the show yeah yeah yeah. so death note is where a psychopath (laughs) (laughs) uh is sitting in class and is like people of this world suck i wish they would die and then there is this like demon guy who's like i'm bored i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this notebook into the human world and the psychopath what are the odds finds the book and basically there's some rules in the book but what happens is if you write a name in the book within what like 60 seconds the person will die uh, and then you have like it's kind of technical for like a book, but like yeah, it's like you have it's like you have ninety five seconds to write in a cause of death, or else that person's gonna die of a heart attack. Yeah, and so then you have three minutes and forty nine seconds after that. To the be book is worded like a like a math problem in middle school. Yeah. If Johnny has two apples and Larry has written uh, someone's name in a death note, yeah. How many apples are left at the end of this at the of the problem? Three. So what? <laughs> I would say that's the setup, but what does the guy become and what sort of the conflict that happens? The guy becomes a raging lunatic. Um, What happens is he he starts killing people and he thinks I think he sees himself kind of as a vigilante because he's killing all of the like criminals and the people that he deems bad in the world. But he's also like a again, a psychopath. And he's like, I'm going to create a. A perfect society where only the people I deem worthy will live or will live and then I will be their god. Right. And then there's another layer of it where there's some like like secretive detective that goes by the letter L. It's a fancy L like yeah, the like beginning a cal- a calligraphy of calligraphy. Yeah, L. like if you've see, ever seen like Louisville's baseball team, they have like a fancy L. It looks like that. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's the coach of Louisville. Yeah, 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 I think that's. They just don't know American baseball. If, in Japan if like anyone that. was a sports and anime fan, they would have known right. already. That I know L. He yeah. played shortstop in 1954. <laughs> L, L is um, Brendan uh, McKay, the former Louisville double player. He's Louisville, Louisville's big for baseball, right? Because Louisville Sluggers are a thing. I would, Louisville, the town, I guess, is big. I Louisville, uh, as a baseball team, has had their ups. I don't think they're necessarily considered a powerhouse, but I'm not a super big college baseball follower. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure they're great. They're just not something that I, um, that I, someone that I notice as being like a always number one team. Do you think that the slugger designation should go to a different hometown 
no. No, if you make the bats, you're the sluggers. That's it. Okay. No questions asked. <laughs> if you make the tools. Yeah, if you make the tools. You get the notoriety. You get it. As soon as uh, like um, as Portland, Oregon starts making bats, then they they can go by uh, Portland, Oregon's. Why don't they do that with other other sports things? Like why don't they do like the the Tennessee Pickskins or the? <laughs> uh, the uh, that's a good question. The Sacramento Basketballs. Um, the thing is, is that the um the baseball bat that they make it from specifically that type of tree grows in um grows in Louisville. It's called a slugger, and so they they take those those trees and they turn them into the bats no <laughs> is that real that that i can't even tell you if that's real no they only do it though on trees that get struck by lightning uh, a, a tree called a slugger sounds like a tree uh that would be in a harry potter book like the it'd be the cousin like of the, the whomping willow, willow. <laughs> Like, why don't you ever talk the, to your cousin Whomping anymore? Yeah, the, it's the slugger, the Whomping Willow, and the feisty slugger. <laughs> yeah, feisty. <laughs> He's a feisty slugger. Um. <laughs> By the way, at home, I completely made that up. That's not true. Okay, good. I was freaking out for a second. <laughs> Although that is somewhat the premise of the wonderful baseball movie starring Robert Redford called The Natural. I will make a note of that. Yeah, one day we're gonna do uh, baseball movies, or like we'll do some sports movies as yeah. as the thing. Um, to get back to Death Note really quick, because I want to just get your your feel of the vibe of it. Yeah. How did you? I felt like it was watching Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, but from the psychopath perspective, or from the yeah, like he he thinks that he's doing good, kind of thing. Like he 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 has these sociopath tendencies and he's like okay well i'm just gonna do what i've been ingrained as good to to get these like these feelings that i have out right. and uh, i'm a good person because i'm doing that and then now there's the uh the other side of that with uh, a little slugger trying to ca- trying to catch him yeah yeah did I you li- did you like it at all and yeah. it's okay if the answer was no, like this is weird or boring. No, I I did like it. I was intrigued by it. I like that the, you had told me that there's a somewhat soon ending and you only have to watch like 37 episodes because I feel like after that you could get like worn out on that premise. Sure. Um, so I'd be interested in seeing where it goes because it seems really easy to just write a bunch of people's names in a book and kill them. Like, yeah. You so- don't have to do a lot. It sort of evolves where the main character, he's like this really smart high school kid who wants to murder all of the criminals to make a perfect world. And the detective Louisville Slugger comes in and he he uh, he comes in and starts trying to find the serial killer who is this high school kid. And then it becomes a game of like cat and mouse where they sort of try to outsmart each other. Mm-hmm. So the, the Why do they say cat and mouse? Has there often been besides the cartoon a situation where the mouse is outsmarting the cat? I would say probably yes, because like the mouse can run through the like into the walls and stuff. So the in the real cat probably life, yeah, I think the cat would probably struggle to catch it. Okay, I don't know. My experience is just finding rodents at the doorstep already dismembered. But how many escaped? I guess is my. I question. guess that's true. That's a question. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Sorry. Back to the cat and mouse game. <laughs> um. No. That that's just the premise of the show. So if you kept watching it. That'd be what you ex- what you would expect, which I think is a little different from like the I'm gonna punch this other guy as hard as I humanly can and right. see what happens. And eventually, everyone's gonna die because that's how those type of things happen. Right. It's pretty dark. Um, I won't spoil anything for you. Not that I haven't seen it since like high school, but uh, yeah. There's also a live action Netflix movie. Yes. Uh, American made. We watched the trailer. Um, as you would expect. Uh, listeners at home, I'm going to give you five seconds to guess the actor who played a weird-looking demon. One, two, three, four. You're right. Five. Willem Dafoe. Good for you. You got it. Congratulations. (laughs) Good for you. He looks just like the <laughs> written character, honestly. They, don't, they didn't even need makeup. No, no. This he, he looked just like the blue death demon that that is responsible for the magic notebook that kills people. Yeah. Oh, um, Lakeith Stanfield's in it? 
Woohoo! He's cool. Guy from Atlanta. Second time we've seen him in two days. Right. He's in a lot of stuff. He's the the weird, breathy talking uh, black guy who's in a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, we watched uh, the photograph last night. A little rom com. Yeah. I don't know if it's a comedy. A rom drum. Um, if you've seen it, shout us out. Tell us what you thought. We thought, okay. Yeah, I'm not really a, a romantic comedy guy, but uh, the movie was fine. I don't think it was funny. I I don't think it was meant to be funny. Okay. Um, but I I get I I don't like watching movies. The romantic movies get weird because the people are always acting so. Yeah. Deep when it like, when it feels it feels like too much like you're on a first date and you're just like why not just be yourself and then the the person looks at them looks at them in the eye and they're like no one's ever told me that before right or this one like the everyone talked as if they were like I mean in the movie Lakeith Stanfield was a writer but everyone talked like they were like a deep like poet writer yeah and that's what I didn't like about it but I mean otherwise it was fine so yeah that's that's Death Note. Uh, <laughs> And the photograph. <laughs> <laughs> and the photograph. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, you don't really see a lot of darker... Or you do see a lot of darker stuff in anime, but there's like a that's sort of its own genre, which I think is different from what we've been seeing before, so I was hoping to... Yeah. It was definitely from more of a like a devious standpoint, which I think is fun because a lot of the anime we've watched are like you're a you're a small guy with the heart of a champion or the they're, heart of a hero. They've got like the moral code of Superman, where everything's yeah. black and white. Like good people are good, black bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Bad people are bad. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> bad people are bad. Um. Yes. Correct. Um, and this was different. Um, and it was not really horny at all. Which right. Is, which is cool. Because anime can be really horny. It's, and surprising. I'll keep saying that I do not like when anime is horny. Uh, Japanese people, I guess, their comedy is super horny. And I don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you, man. That was my first bit of anime. Okay. Cool. Um, well, we're going to talk about sports then yeah let's okay. do a little sports let's talk about some sports um it, as you all might have suspected the buccaneers had a parade um and it was a it was a quite a parade um you want to tell me a little bit about it some highlights from the parade what you yeah. liked what you saw yeah what i what i saw were articles and tweets sent to me by cassandra my co-host <laughs> What I liked is that it looked like Tom Brady got drunk, which is fun. I think he deserves it. He's a cool guy. There's a video of him stumbling from what I'm assuming is the dock out to somewhere else. And one of his teammates is like holding him while he's like, or they, he had like his arms around him to keep him standing up mm-hmm. as they walked past a bunch of bre- a bunch of press. Um, it was funny. He's just like, he looked done. He, it was like a weekend at Bernie situation where he had shades on. Yeah. He was <laughs> not really supporting himself. I think he, he quote tweeted that, that video and he said, nothing to see here. Just a little bit of avocado tequila. Yeah, he did it with weird capitalizations for emphasis, which yes. is very funny. I think cool of him to be like, yeah, I was drunk and what? I won a Super Bowl. Again. Again. Yeah. And you know, um, I'll tell you that Florida sun hits differently um yeah i've been in a situation like in the summer where you're out and the sun's beating down on you and you're drinking and that combination of like dehydration and, to it yeah will kill you yeah because again tom brady's been playing all the other six soup parades he's been in have been in like the snow he's been wearing a like a big warm jacket and a beanie because he's been in new england right this is the first time and again uh the really cool thing uh, i really brought this up to talk about how tampa bay has the coolest championship parades because the way they do them is uh they do a boat parade everyone gets in their own boats and they they uh kind of go up the there's like a river walk that a bunch of people can go and stand and watch from the side or other people can get get in their boats and kind of like boat around and uh, when the Lightning won the Stanley Cup, they did the same thing. A bunch of them got in some jet skis and they went up the, the Hillsborough River. Um, so I th- I think it's hands down Tampa has the best parades and it should continue to win everything. Too bad the Rays didn't. Oh. But um, yeah, so he hasn't had to deal with the sun when he's doing his celebratory drinking. And Tom Brady doesn't drink that often. He's a very, very, very conscientious of 
what he puts in his body. So I think he only like allows himself to drink when he wins a championship. I wasn't aware of that. Is he one of those people that's like, my body is a temple. I only Oh, eat. there's this thing called the TB12 method. Uh, if you're at home, look it up. He sells it. Um, it is, he won't, he eats, uh, he doesn't eat any foods that are inflammatory. Um, which are like nightshades and a bunch of stuff like that. He He's on a very, very strict diet. He drinks like, I don't know, I want to say he drinks like twice the recommended amount of water that, that a normal human drinks. And he adds like electrolytes and he doesn't, doesn't eat ice cream. He like, that's why he said avocado tequila because he like notoriously eats like avocado ice cream if he needs to eat <laughs> something like that. Oh, that was a joke that I didn't understand when I saw that tweet. Yeah. That's funny. So like, yeah, that's a... Hey, hey. Hey. Tom, Tom Brady, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I think the cool thing about Tom Brady uh, is that he he definitely he doesn't talk a lot to like the the greater world, but he's very in tune. I think he knows what people are saying about him, and so I think that's kind of kind of funny. And a lot of people are saying he seems a little more fun now because he's out of the um, the Bill Belichick like stronghold. So he can kind of kind of relax and do his thing now. What was Bill Belichick doing that? I don't think Bill Belichick really did anything, but Bill Belichick's known for running a tight ship. And I think a lot of people, it seems like when they leave the Patriots, talk about how it's not really super fun. Um, but I think it's just because he runs a tight ship and he knows how to win. Um, but now Tom, Br- Tom Brady now knows, like, I know how to win. Now I can go to Florida and have some fun. And get on a boat and drink and and have a good time. Yeah, he and he was having a great great time. Having a great time throwing that trophy around. Yeah, the other thing that uh that happened was that he got in trouble. People are mad. Specifically, one lady is very mad <laughs> that Tom Brady took the Lombardi Trophy mm-hmm. and uh named after Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi, famed yeah. football player. Coach. Coach. Famed football coach <laughs> for the Green Bay co- Packers. Sure. So that guy <laughs> got his own trophy given to all the Super Bowl winners. Tom Brady got one. Uh, he was on a boat. Uh, Gronk. Was, Is, yeah, Gronk was on the other boat. Was, was on another boat. He so threw it, it to Cameron Brait. Okay. He's a tight end. Okay. So Tom Brady was going to throw it to one of his teammates. They were on separate boats. So he tossed the trophy over open water to his teammate and this lady who apparently her father was like a silversmith who made lombardi trophies Mm -hmm. was like the disrespect the unbelievable gall of someone to disrespect a trophy like that i would love an apology how dare you this is interesting too because i don't i'll tell you right now i don't know i'm sure the lombardi trophy is worth a lot of money i'm sure it costs a lot of money to make but a few years ago, Rob Gronkowski was messing around with the trophy and someone threw a base. He was acting like it was a bat and someone threw a baseball at him. There's a huge dent in one of the Patriots Lombardi trophies. So let, let's calm down about that. Right. And I didn't realize that the trophies were treated with such reverence. I feel I would think that people who made them were would be more stoked that they're, that the players had them. There's a lot of instances of of championship trophies breaking. They So when people win the... When the teams from win the stanley cup they take them like around the world everyone in the world drinks out of them that's like a thing people eat their cereal they're constantly falling over there's a lot of like wear and tear that happens to these trophies the baseball trophies the flags fall out all the time people do this there's been multiple instances i think i showed you of like where the old bcs bowl trophies they were like this crystal um football people drop those a few times right and they just shattered into a million pieces so um let's calm I mean, down let's, yeah the, let's dro- calm the down. dropping is accidental but you just listed a, a plenty of like purposeful mm-hmm. acts done with the trophies like drinking out of them and using them as a bat so yeah i would agree let's relax let tom brady toss it to his pal while they're on boats celebrating the super bowl win also if it's like real silver and it drops to the bottom you know they'll send a team down there to get it won't it be fine because silver can like make it through salt water my big thing is like if you made the thing and you gave it to the nfl like your your contract is done you know what i mean like (laughs) they paid for that trophy they can do whatever they want with it like like if when people wreck cars toyota's not going like the unmitigated gall of you wrecking my car on the highway i need an apology for my toyota corolla (laughs) 
you made the thing. Yeah. <laughs> you sold it. Your Shut jo- up. Your job is over. And honestly, you didn't even make it. Your father, your father did. did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh the Buccaneers are having a great time uh post Super Bowl win. Yeah. And I'm happy for them. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um you I have, think you have something for me? I do. Okay. I do cuz I know the next thing you want to do is basketball related. Mhm. Uh so I have a thing. I don't know how it's going to work, but I want to try it. I have been looking into all of the basketball teams. Ooh. Uh Adam Silver's himself asked me to look into this adam silver himself yeah, the commissioner adam, of the national basketball association yes said hey take a look uh all of these teams they've all got these issues we want them to play better yeah so i thought what if we evaluated all of these teams or mm. a few of these teams yeah looked at their weaknesses and then because you've been such a big my hero academia fan you tell me which my hero academia character would fit on this team to fix this problem yep i'm into it i'm into it um, I will say I don't remember everyone's name, you so don't I will, names. I will describe, tell, describe them yeah, by their power. Okay. Their power or whatever. You could yeah. just be like the guy who did this and I'd be like, cool, I think I know what you're yep, talking yep, about. Yep. The goal right now is just to fix these teams. Yep, I'm into it. Um, based on this fan-sided article that I'm reading, <laughs> uh, I teamed up with them to do this research. And Adam Silver. And Adam Silver. Yeah. And, and the NBA. Uh, so we're going to start with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this article says that the Lakers, their problem is taking it seriously. Oh, yeah. I, um, I know. I know exactly. Though they're that. the team to beat in the Western Conference, they're also at risk of slipping in the con- in the condensed standings. Mm-hmm. A loss to the Golden State Warriors on Martin Luther King Day was proof of what can happen when they lay off the gas pedal. I know exactly who's going on this team. Who's going on this team? Bakugo. Bakugo? Bakugo's going on the team because he's a no-nonsense person. He's yeah. going to say, he's going to be like, everybody stop playing around. <laughs> We're gonna know that. Yeah. Ah! Bakugo hates losing. Yeah. He's very serious. There's <laughs> there's no play whatsoever yeah. in Bakugo. Do you, but do you think that Bakugo he's in, had instances where he's too cocky? It's fine. They're, they're the Lakers. Too cocky. <laughs> isn't that what this isn't that what too this issue cocky? is? Taking it too seriously? No. Or not taking it not seriously. Not taking enough. it seriously. Yeah. This is the thing. He'll be cocky. He's cocky, but it's because he's good. He knows what he has. Like there's it's not that he's cocky and doesn't live up to his standards he knows yeah you're right um this next team mm-hmm. the clippers their issue being three-point frequency frequency in terms of like they're not shooting it a lot or they're not making it that they're not making it okay um they uh they lead the league in offense so far but that's buoyed by a scorching 44.1 team-wide three-point percentage yep i know exactly who will help who's, this team. who's going to help the clippers make three-pointers it's going to be um god sure you can just describe him you don't have to worry about the name i should not you're you're eureka you're uh, i don't know who you're talking about the girl who f- touches things and they can float and okay then she... yeah yeah uh Uraraka. Uraraka. Ochako. Ochaka. that's what yeah. i was going for chaka Ochaka. yeah or or because uh what she'll do is she can make the ball float and like move it over there yeah and then right when it's over the three point uh or the three <laughs> over the basket she'll go she'll put her hands together and it'll drop down she'd be like the point guard or whatever she'd like pass to the person who's gonna shoot yeah so it floats yeah and then they just kind of push it forward and she'll release it yeah at the right time no i think that's great strategy yeah it's it's they'll never lose i think that's great strategy yep uh we have the nets mm-hmm. their issue being interior defense i was gonna say defense of course yeah um, who's gonna help the nets on defense who's gonna help the nets on defense i want <laughs> i would like who do i want to help the nets on defense i'm probably gonna um forget some people that's okay but i think i'm, I'm between two people right now oh no i know exactly who it's gonna be uh it's gonna be um <sighs> t- 
ta ta tashikori you don't have to worry about names because okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm really just me- making them up I right think. You, you can just tell it's, me it's gonna be um sh- the shadow night shadow the guy with the bird head the, ga- the guy with the bird head because you get twice the defense <laughs> <laughs> you get two people yeah you get the bird and then you get the the dark shadow yeah yeah who, who will not let anything by right you can get the tall guys you can get the low guys it doesn't matter now do you think that the that he'll count as two players or one one he'll he'll count as one when when they were doing one-on-one battles he counted as one you're right that's 100 percent correct yeah good that's a smart smart move (laughs) i've got one more team for you Mm -hmm. uh let's do the bucks the milwaukee bucks the milwaukee bucks sorry not the buccaneers yeah uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, their issue, according to this fan-sided article and Adam Silver and the NBA, <laughs> is um, adaptability. Ooh. Okay. Adaptability to do like small ball and tall ball and things like that? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Adaptability, 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 adaptability. Uh, and just for some clarification, this article says it's offensive system. Uh, is once again tearing up the regular season while its defensive plan stonewalls most opponents. But once, but once that structure is dented, the entire foundation crumbles. So it looks like once they, once some of their plays are sort of countered, they have no sort of they they can't adapt to overcome that. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe like a strategist or something or. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just eliminate. We're gonna start by eliminating. It's not gonna be Deku. Deku's no. not going to do this. You don't think so? No. What is he going to do? He's going to punch something? He's not going to do anything. Um, who is also not going to do anything? Um, Sue is not going to do anything. Frogger? We're, we're frog not going to have the frog girl. We're also not going to have horny ball man. Uh, no. I, I, purple he, baby. He was out of the running for this entire thing. I'm, I'm surprised we even said his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really... I I really want to put in Todoroki because I feel like he's so talented he can do anything. <laughs> but and I I mean I'll I'll say adaptability his power is hot and cold. His fire and ice. Yeah. So, so he can do either. Right. Um he can he can make you a defense out of ice. Uh he can melt it down and and heat up those threes, you right. know. Yeah. Uh It worked in NBA Jam. I don't see why it wouldn't work in the right. actual NBA. You're on fire. Um the other one, just because I think this would be really, really funny, uh, is the guy who can talk to like animals and insects and, and ask them to do things. Right. I think it would be really funny if he was like, all right, Bucks, all Bucks come and help <laughs> us play defense. <laughs> like, Go Bucks. And then a whole bunch of deer come in. Yeah. And everyone's like, how are we supposed to get through this like defensive line of deer? <laughs> I I think that would help adaptability because as soon as their defense starts crumbling, you get more. You get more bucks. Or they're not players; they're animals. He doesn't just talk to bucks too. If he really wants, he can get other other animals. I love it. Yeah. So we've got for uh, for the Lakers, mm. we've got Totoro- Baku. Bakugo. Sorry, Bakugo. yeah. For the Clippers, we've got Uraraka, yeah. Zero Gravity Girl, yeah. For the, the Nets. Nets, we've got uh, Dark Shadow Guy, uh, which I think is that's a championship team right there. I think so too. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Harden, and Dark Shadow. Yeah, that's the big four. That's the big four. big five if you count Dark Shadow. Yeah, no, no one's beating that team. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the Bucks, we've got Animal Guy, whose name I don't remember. I think Coda. Coda. Yeah, I think that's a great. That's great. Uh, Adam Silver, uh, let us know if you have any comments. If not, we'll get in Let's touch. Make it happen. We'll get in touch with the author of the series, Horikoshi, and we'll we'll work something out. Yeah, I think this is a great collabo that yeah. can happen. Yeah. I I am. You know what's funny is like Dark Shadow Bird Guy is uh like the same colors as the Nets besides the purple, and it just works. Like, yeah, I want to see. I want to see like a poster that has Kevin Durant <laughs> <laughs> and like the three of them, and if then we, and then had, the bird in the background. Art, I wish I wish I was better at Photoshop. I would do that. Well, I might make it. I might make it. We'll see. Um, that's really funny. <laughs> I wish you picked everyone else based on their color scheme. Yeah, just color scheme. Yeah, if I was better, I would have done that. Yeah. Um, was I only allowed to choose students? Because I guess I could have choose. You could have picked stu- anyone. Superheroes. I just said characters. Like I should have put like best genus as uh, like somebody. 
<laughs> Somewhere in LA we because can, he'll be doing fashion. Hey, listen, there were like 30 teams in the NBA. Yeah. So we can we can come back to this. The, okay. se- the season's still going. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the needs will change as time goes right, on. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll be characters from other series, but I, I think that's a huge help. I My best knowledge is in my hero, obviously. Right, right. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. For all I know, next week you're, you're marathon watching Death Note, and then we get, we get to talk about Willem Dafoe's fucked up face. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of Willem Dafoe's characters best helps this baseball team? <laughs> I'm going to say the Green Goblin on the Orioles. <laughs> green goblin and the the older a's costume sort of fits yeah you're right i forgot we're doing a costume to costume thing um boondock saints and the new york yankees (laughs) (laughs) it was a firefight did you want to do more yeah yeah yeah. we'll do we'll do sports we'll do sports I'll, i'll just go ahead and ask you do you prefer to do the the football or the basketball um my preference lies in uh let's do we were talking about basketball let's keep the basketball train running okay so uh i i sent you an article um about about the nets we're gonna stick on the nets so tell me a little bit about what i what i told you um the article said that kyrie irving and uh and james harden had a conversation recently where they decided what positions they were going to play. Mm-hmm. And I believe, and I haven't done the research for this, but I believe that they played the same position before they were on the same team. Yeah, they're both point guards, both, basically. Right. So one of them decided... In, in, <laughs> I feel bad because I don't remember specifically what the article said, and I have such little not, like working knowledge of it that it was gibberish to me anyway. Basically what happened was Kyrie Irving uh, said, James Harden, you're the point guard. Like, take it and Take it and go. Because they were both point guards coming in. Yeah. So this is the thing what happens when you create super teams is a lot of times a lot of the players will come and they do kind of the same thing. Because like if you're a superstar, a lot of times you're handling the ball, you're scoring, you're doing whatever. Um, So now we have James Harden and Kyrie Irving on the team who are both used to being ball dominant players. They're, They're always bringing the ball down. But obviously you can't do that when you're on the same team. So um, that's one of the things that... Um, needed to be worked out on this team that's expected to win a championship. Um, back in the day um, when LeBron James and Dwayne Wade were on the same team with Chris Bosh and the um, big three at the Heat, that was a thing that they had to work out. Um, being Bringing down the ball, though, that was mostly Mauro Chalmers. Um, but, like, being the person who takes the, like, the crunch time shot, like... That was a big thing that eventually Dwayne Wade was like, LeBron, this is you. You're the man. When LeBron, or when uh, D Wade used to be that person for the Heat when he was like the only guy in the Heat, but he knew to make this team run and win the championships that they needed to, LeBron had to be that guy. So this is what's happening in Brooklyn with the Nets. Is everyone's trying to figure out um, what their roles are on this team? So yeah, they they had a conversation. It sounds like, like you said, Kyrie defaulted to James being the point guard. Uh, and he uh, announced it at a press conference, it sounds like, or just told the media, like, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah, it wasn't announced. Like, after every game, they have, a, you know, there's like a Q&A right. for reporters. And I think that that's something that, that Kyrie said that he said. Um, basically, so, the point, you know, can you tell me, do you know, like, basically the role of a point guard? Like, what the difference is? Because basically what Kyrie said is, you're going to be the point guard, I'll be the shooting guard. Sure. The point guard is the guy who brings the ball down the court? Um, or is the guy often, who, sets, who sets the plays up? He's ball dominant. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, it's it's more... A point guard is more of a passer. Um, they're going to dish it out to the other people who will mostly get in position to score. Um, shooting guard, by nature, will shoot more, score a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's what part of the story was that I sent you. Like James Harden's averaging like over 11 assists per game, which is really good. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good that they had that conversation. I know that's a, a regular problem when you try to put super teams together. I'd heard that uh, on uh, like superhero teams even, when yeah. they get certain groups together, they have to sit down and discuss who's going to take certain roles because sometimes you put teams together that have very similar super. They overlap. Right. Yeah, and it can get contentious. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, I, I found this video recently of this uh, team that they were trying to put together where it was like Superman and shazam and like you know what i mean the the dc guys but like a a lot of just like the strong punchy guys yeah and they were like they're trying to figure out like all right who's gonna do what right 
Yeah, you want to play that? Tape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me load it up. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess that's Superman. I'll take the lead here. You would. Shazam. Yeah. Be, be cool, please. <laughs> I, I forget you're a young boy in that body. Yeah, I got a big body, Superman. It's not just you. Listen, we've got to put this team together, okay? And weirdly enough, we're all just the stronger, the big buff, punchy guys. So Hulk smash. Hulk? Settle. I'm in the wrong building. Settle down, Hulk. I'm in the wrong building. Where's Marvel? No, we we need you here. We, okay. we, we need all the strong punchy guys. We've, it's, a, it's a collaboration. Hulk, sit down. Hulk, sit down. Hulk, take notes. Hulk secretary. Yeah. Hulk, take notes. Um. So listen, first things first. We need a Batman. You know what I mean? We need like a, a technical number two. Someone who's good with the gadgets, that's like the thinking. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I came to this meeting. Should I leave? Batman? Yeah. This is the strong punchy guy. I'd like to think that my punches are strong. <laughs> uh, guys! <laughs> what? What? Batman thinks Batman thinks he's a strong punchy guy. Listen, listen. Shazam, give him a wedgie. Uh, oh. <laughs> my nipples aren't hard. That's just my suit. You going to do something about that, Batman? No. You can't. You can't. Get out of here. I'm Alfred, punk. make an anti-wedgie machine. What a what a loser, Batman. So someone someone's got to be that guy, but cooler and stronger and punchier. Do we have any volunteers? I know I'm not gonna be a number two. What are you talking about, guys? I'm not gonna be a number two. What are you talking about, Shazam? Please. I am a number one. Just because we're all stronger, lead sort of individuals in our own right. Superman, I can do anything that you can. I don't. I don't except the laser vision, but that's like dumb. I don't doubt that. But if we're going to be a team, we have to have we have to fit certain roles, right? How are we going to win all of our fights if we don't fit these certain roles? And we can't all be Superman. Well, what what's going to happen is just like I gave Batman a wedgie, I'll go and give the Joker a wedgie, and then I'll punch him in the face. I don't need somebody to. I don't need to do the wedgie and then have someone else punch him in the face. I'll do it all. All right. So this maybe you're not on the team. What about me, One Punch Man? Whoa, One Punch Man! It's me. Um, hey. And my interpreter. I have the voice on. <laughs> yeah, you speak only in Japanese. Yes, but I'm wearing my voice modulator. Um, One Punch Man, would you want to be the Batman? I know you're so strong that you can punch anybody once and they blow up. Honestly, I'm so bored. I'm just so bored. So you'll do anything. I'll punch anyone uh, but I want them to at least punch me a little bit first. They can do that. Batman gets punched a lot. That's the perfect role. Batman gets beat up all the time. But you know, once I punch them, it will all be over. So just hold back. Batman also takes a long time to do anything because he's not a real like he doesn't have real superpowers. But what's the point in having the rest of you when I can do it myself? Okay, you're off the team too. Oh no, Hulk. Hulk, do you want to upgrade from secretary to Batman? Hulk smash, yes. Okay, good. Great. Uh, someone give that man a wedgie. It's an initiation. It's a, I, it, We have to. We have Hulk to. Hulk give one punch man wedgie? Uh, one punch man's winding up. Oh. Oh, no. Ping! Hulk fly! We'll never get a Batman now. And tape. Wow. It's tough to make a super team. It's tough. Um, I'm glad the Nets figured it out. Yeah, and I'm sure that they had a lot of those types. Like, I wonder how many times they had to give, like, Kevin Durant and James Harden wedgies before things happened. Just to sort of set the hierarchy. Right. Like, what was going on? I don't know. How many wedgies happened in that locker room? (laughs) Speaking of uh, wedgies and undergarments... I think this is a pretty good transition into a censorship story that we found uh, about a certain anime slash manga series. Wedgies and undergarments. Yeah. And arguments. And Um, arguments. Yeah. So there's this lady who created a song for an anime. (laughs) It's not the story I was talking about. Censorship. (laughs) 
<laughs> and audience, you'll see why my segue was much more obvious <laughs> in a second when Cassandra tells you what it is that I was trying to set her up to talk about. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she wears undergarments. <laughs> No, I'm in the thing where they literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. So there's this thing called Attack on Titan, and um, we've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, what happens is there's these big old titans that fight each other and they're naked, but they don't have any private parts except for a butt. Is a no, butt? they they're they're like Barbies. They're just like you know what I mean, like yeah, smooth. Yeah, yeah. They're smooth. But uh, in Malaysia, notoriously, they they censor everything. Um, so what they did is they, uh, they have someone who on all the Attack on Titan cartoons, and I assume the TV show also, yeah. uh, they draw on, um, shorts <laughs> to the Titans and it looks really funny. It looks like they have, they're all wearing boxer briefs. Yeah, they look like they're getting ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> getting ready for bed or maybe going to fight in a UFC fight. Yeah. As like a scary looking demon. Oh, I guess uh, like an MMA vibe comes off too. To me, they all look like they're in pajamas. Yeah. Because the women too, because you well, know. Well, they do like a halter top type of thing. Right. It's like a tube top where that covers the boobs and the midsection. Yeah. Even though, butt. again, they're all smooth. Like they have the humanoid figure, but like there's no junk in the crotch area and like the, the breasts are just like smooth mouth. No junk in that crotch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they edit clothing mm-hmm. onto them for uh censorship purposes and i think that's really funny you know what's crazy is they do that to every episode of sex in the city do they yeah every episode they were naked but they had it close on them and then the person who was doing it was so good at it they're like wow the fashion on sex in the city is amazing it right. must be the new be the new york and whatever and no one said anything but really it was they're all naked throughout all of sex in the city wow or the censorship uh i wonder where they filmed that where the censor they thought the censorship would be fine and they filmed that naked like was that supposed to be a like a european show where they were like nipples are fine on european tv yeah 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 you know nipples are fine in most places so um but when they got to america they were like we got to censor all of us they had to censor it and they gave it to like a very very fashionable designer who was very good at drawing. I heard that still happened on Shit's Creek, too. People make, yeah, praise the fashion Moira, of that show. Moira Rose's, all of Moira Rose's um, outfits uh, drawn on after the fact. That's amazing. It's an amazing fact, I know. Um, so that's that. That's a fun one. Yeah, I just thought that was a fun tidbit that they're drawing clothes onto these naked people. Uh, Quote-unquote naked monsters. I want, I want just for kicks, I want to... Like give you a picture of myself. I guess not naked, but I want you to draw the outfit on me and just see what what you would draw. We'll have to po- do that at some point and post it at <laughs> some time. Like draw the spanks that they're drawing on the Titans. Or I want I want to see your fashion style. Oh, you want me to just dress you? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're asking me to do? <laughs> I guess I don't know. But it has to I be want in picture it form. In picture form, yeah. I want you to do picture form. I'm um, sure. We'll we'll see. And I guess it doesn't have to be me. It could be anybody. you came in with a very specific concept and you went (laughs) i guess it doesn't have to be this it could be anything (laughs) i don't want you to do the spanx thing i want to know maybe we'll do it on the attack on titans i want you i want you to take a titan and i want you to draw what you would use you just want to know what my clothes how i would dress other people right that's what you're looking but the titan let's do it on the titans okay like if you were the malaysian guy that was drawing that was censoring these these titans what what would you draw but I want to make them look fashionable. I want to do like a Sex in the City shit. I don't know. Creek. That's up to you. Maybe you have no fashion. I think if I was if I was just trying to cover the junk, uh, I'd be efficient. You know what I mean? Because I want to preserve the artist's original uh, depiction of the series. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, I just do like a sock, like a Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> sock. <laughs> It'd be like Dobby. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be Dobby the House Titan. Yeah. Uh, I'd keep it simple, but if I was trying to like ball out, uh, I I don't know maybe like a like a Supreme hoodie, mm-hmm. um, like some Jordans. You would. Um, you would. Some joggers. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So uh, if I've got a I've got a game for you. 
that I think would be fun. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. and Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers listening to this podcast together. Those, we just want to say that we appreciate you so much. All those lovers out there. And while you guys are making love to our podcast and conceiving your future children to oh our podcast, we just want to say good job. Keep Why? going. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why? I don't say that. You can that. do it. I believe in you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you hate that song. So we're about to do an aside about how Joe Swell hates that song by Kelly Rowland. He thinks it's really demeaning that she's, <laughs> she's cheering the guy on throughout. There's a song that Kelly Rowland sings with Lil Wayne where it's like, go longer. You can do, it's like about like, you, you know. You can last more rounds. And people use it as like, a, oh, it's the sports, like, you know, you have endurance, like don't give up situation. But it's very much like we're having sex and keep oh, having it's sex. Not, it's, yeah, it's not veiled at all. It's not veiled, but people use it in sports stuff, right? Yeah. So. Well, the, I mean those terms. They use those terms in sports. I thought you said they play those songs sometimes. No. In, oh. <laughs> why did I think nobody, that? Nobody plays motivation at sporting events. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. But anyway. Um, there's a line in it where she's talking about like, hey, yeah, go longer, whatever. And then there's like a line where she goes, you can do it. I believe in you, baby. And I think that that like if, yeah, hearing that <laughs> to me sounds like I'm like a little kid <laughs> at a little league game. And my parents are shouting at me from the from the sidelines. You can do it. I believe in you, baby. <laughs> and yeah, it really bothers you. That just doesn't sound sexy. Yeah. To me. Every every time that song comes on, he's like, oh, my God. I, not that I hear it that often. But anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, Keep on going, Day. couples. <laughs> oh, God. Valentine's Day is today, and I thought it would be a fun time to talk about celebrity couples, uh, in which at least one of them is a athlete. And what we're going to do is kind of a um, uh, who am I game, where I'm, gonna, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to act as the person, I'm going to tell you some things about myself. You're going to guess who I am, and if you really struggle, I'll tell you who my partner is. Let's Are do it. you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Um, For all of the heart candies. Some people would say I'm dangerous. Um, Russell Westbrook. Oh, so close. Um, I love to play football. Russell, uh, is this a quarterback? Uh, man, I don't know his name. Russell... <laughs> Whatever his last name. Russell Stover. Russell Stover? No, that's a chocolate. It's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I I know that you're thinking of him. Yeah. And he is married to uh, a certain singer who likes to one two step. Oh, um, yeah, Sierra. Russell Wilson is married to Sierra. She was in the. They were in the box during the Super Bowl. They were. They're quite the power couple. Moving on. Um, I'm a I'm a basketball player. I'm retired. Shaq. Um, not Shaq. Uh, I, uh, I'm from Larry Bird. I'm, they, they renamed Dade County in my honor. Dade County. Oh, yeah. D Wade. Yeah. Uh, what's his first name? Dwayne. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. The wow. His name is Dwayne. <laughs> I don't know that that just sounds like you're saying Wade twice. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne. I know, but it, uh, the, <laughs> the, the W's make it sound. Yeah. Yeah. His name's Dwayne Wade. Okay. They call it Wade County. He is married to Gabrielle Union. Oh. Yeah. I didn't have to guess that one. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know how to get you to guess it. This this one's like a little softball. Um, I did a bunch of steroids, but I'm sorry about it. I'm Sammy Sosa. Mark McGuire. No. Uh, uh, oh, well, are they all basketball players? No. This is a it. celebrity couple. So remember, I'm married to someone who's... A, or I'm dating someone who's a celebrity um i um i do like announcing now but i was also at the inauguration because my girl was singing there uh oh oh uh alex rodriguez yeah and j-lo that's right alex rodriguez and j-lo i don't know oh he did do steroids i forgot about that oh yeah a big it was a big thing i totally forgot about that that's why he'll probably never be in the hall of fame good good (laughs) good alex rodriguez hey, he's a yankee you you should like those people um i never really liked alex rodriguez that much okay i remember he was on the rangers before he was in the yankees wow look at you um i only know that because my, my brother i think liked the rangers when he was on the rangers okay um okay here's another one um i um am an american hero um 
Every time I score a goal, I do one of these like, like throw my arms out thing. Um, Football. I have a gold. Oh, sorry. I have a, a I have a gold medal. Uh, and a World Cup title. Oh, so soccer. Probably multiple. Oh, so like uh. uh I have a I have a pink streak. I had a pink streak. In oh, my hair. Megan uh Rapino. Yeah, Rapino. Rapino. Yeah, and my girl plays basketball. Um, she's on. She's in the WNBA. I don't remember her name. Her name is Sue Bird. Sue Bird. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah. She's really good. She's a classic. So Megan Rapino and Sue Bird, celebrity sports couple. They're actually both athletes. Nice. Last one. Uh, a lot of people think I could be the truly the greatest athlete of all time. Uh, obviously, it's the guy who just won the Super Bowl, Tom Brady. It's not. It's um, the greatest athlete of all time. A lot of people think S- I, I've run. Serena won- Williams. Yep. Yeah. Um, my husband uh, was one of the inventors of Reddit. I don't know his name. I just know he's the guy who invented Reddit. Alex Ohanian. Sure, I would have never gotten that. That talk about a couple with money. I would if I had to look at this this couples list: Serena and Alex Ohanian. That that one's got to be the one that has the most money. Sure. The Reddit guy for sure is loaded. And yeah. Serena, you know, she's a single athlete who wins a ton of the but stuff. But tennis players, oh right. my God, the money they get in like sponsorships and stuff right, like that, right, it's right. ridiculous. I bet you those those two are loaded. Um, But yeah, those are, those are all the couples I have. Hey, happy Valentine's Day to all of those celebrity power couples. Happy Valentine's Day to them. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Love yourself. Yeah. Love yourself, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. If you don't have a Valentine... We'll be your Valentine. We're both your Valentine. Uh, this is uh, coming out the day after Valentine's Day, but uh, for next year for sure. Yeah, we'll Go, put it in our calendar. Consider, Just hit us up. Consider and this tell an IOU. Us, um, we're there for you. Um, I had to third wheel it today because my dog decided that Josue was going to be his Valentine, and so I was I was left solo. And if anyone wants to snatch me up, I'm here. Sounds good. <laughs> Oh, man it's crazy because i i went um to look at like some roses just to kind of get into the valentine's mood and they were just like these deep red roses and when i looked into the middle of the rose there was a button wow yeah and i was like what happens are these like fake flowers what is this and so i looked at it and i was like hey here we go i'm gonna try and i went three two one uh... Uh...